Welcome back, people. Welcome back to episode 16 of the Black Notes podcast. Again, unfortunately, Topic can't be with us today, but I'm still blessed with Beth. He's back for another episode. How's your week been, Beth? Hey there. It's been good. Another week in lockdown. It's like lockdown Look. week 1010. Man. Um, how you how you how you finding it? Like how you how you coping? Are you staying sane? I think this one has probably been the hardest one because I think with the other ones, you knew that boom were coming out in summer or coming yeah. out in May or whatever, whatever it was the first one. And then the second one, they said it was for a month. Yeah. And then that was it kind of. Do you not feel like you're more like you're more experienced or you're like you're more equipped to deal with it? Like you know what to expect. Yeah, but this one I just feel like they have they haven't set a date on when it's gonna end. That's true. That's true. That's true. I know, <laughs> so, I know it's sometime in March, but that's there's no I've ever had a, a but I feel like March day. is even like I hate to say it, but too soon. Too soon. Because, like, if you think about it, last year, the virus was still technically spreading all March and April. But obviously, we were all out in January and February. Yeah. I just feel like I'd rather them just wait until it gets completely warmer to, like, mid-April time. I can't lie. I hear that, but... And then we're just out indefinitely. Like, no more lockdowns. (laughs) Well, I think think what what will most likely happen is that they'll, they'll let us back in tiers. So we'll probably go back down to tier two. And then if things improve, we go back down to tier two, and then tier one, and then who knows? Who knows how long it'll be? But I'm, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I, I agree that it's too soon, but I need to get out of this house, man. I miss, I miss just being out doing, doing whatever I want to do. Yeah, outside is just collecting dust, <laughs> literally. Oh man, I miss it. I miss it. But let's not let that kind of distract us from our, from our responsibilities and all that. <laughs> but. The podcast. <laughs> the podcast, exactly. Back to the podcast. Um, I will leave you with the, the duties of giving us our opening track for this week, this episode. And please let us know. So the opening track that I would like to play is by a UK R&B artist. Obviously, this is all I promote on here. Um, He goes by the name of Carl Benjamin. He's got a new single out right now called Moon. And he samples a very special and popular UK neo-soul record. Um, Yeah, can you guess the sample? Okay. That is the real question. Okay, I'm gonna cool. play it now. Not me ha- not having the song ready. I did fall in love a little, struggling walking uphill. We've been playing Jack and Jill. Just know I want you. We don't need to complicate. I'll be nothing that you hate I just want to hear you say That you want me to
to choke Get this baby, take a toe Maybe we should make a toast Toast to something Can't lie, he's got a, he's got a unique voice Yeah, he's I, super, super cool I feel like I know I feel like I know off the sample but I don't I don't want it to sound like I'm just chatting but I feel like I know the sample but I don't know the song but it's a it's a classic it's a uh, classic song uh, uh, you don't know the sample you don't know uh, who do you think it is I don't I'm not gonna lie, I, have, I have no clue but I've definitely like it's a, it's, a bait, it's a bait song right I'm judging you so hard right now <laughs> it's a it's a bait it's a bait song I'm sure I'm not the only one that's kind of stuck on the name I'm going to say it. Go on. It's Omar. Oh, yeah, I don't know who that is. You know who that is? I don't know who that is. You don't know who Omar is? I don't nothing know like is. this. Nah, nah. There's nothing like this. Go, go on. Keep going. Sip a glass of cold champagne wine. I cannot <laughs> believe. I've heard, no, I've, I've heard it. I've heard, I've heard that, but I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's probably from like I don't know, it's like adverts or radios or samples or stuff. Cause yeah, I've never actually flabbergasted. I've never heard of. It. I told you, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, this oh, is where the podcast ends because <laughs> I cannot continue. No, don't 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 do that. I'm joking. Yeah, so yeah, I can't. I've I've no idea who Omar is. I've never even heard of him. We uh, should flog you. Yeah. When they, when people listen back, they should flog you. <laughs> But I can't lie, since since when did he when did he start? Since he since he joined, whatever episode it was, I feel like I have been listening to more R and B, if that counts. Thames Thames classes as a as an R and B artist, right? Sorry, Thames. Yeah. Uh yeah, she's like Alte. Yeah. Um, same but thing. yeah, they're their own. Alte's their own thing. Mm. Because they've got their own vibe going on. I didn't, wouldn't. Maybe they would say they take inspirations from R and B, but obviously they're mixed same with the boat. Afro. Same boat, right? Mm, they're mixed with Afro, so no. I just feel like we don't always have to put everything into R and B space. Yeah, maybe maybe R and B is just not for me then. If if Thames isn't R and B, yeah. Maybe no, but R&B. I'm not saying she's not R and B, but I'm saying she's not traditional because mm. she's. I would classify her as an alte artist. And then the articles, they'll probably write Afro infused R and B. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You know, give give me a few, give me a few more, a few more months, and slowly, I feel like I need to find like one R and B artist that that I'm really feeling, and then that's what we're kind of that's I'll I'll start going with the flow from there. Yeah, but, I think yeah. it's just good to build up the range of artists that you listen to within. The, the R&B space because there's so many exactly and that, that's, different types that it's a spectrum that's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to do with um that's what I'm trying to do with, with drill with you I'm trying to slowly slowly ease you in into like the mm. the big the big magical world of of drill and I feel like the perfect place because I remember a couple of episodes I said that I'm gonna pick some artists and slowly, slowly ease you in. I think the best place, and I'm sure we've dis- we've discussed him a few times on this on this podcast, um, is Digger D. So, um, quick, quick background check on him. Um, he's been he's been rapping for a while. He's been in and out of jail. Um, some down to his fault. Some I say probably not not his fault. 
but I feel like he's probably at the moment. I think he's probably at, at the top of the of the draw game. I, I believe at the moment he's currently at the top of, of, of the draw game. And yeah, this week I've been um, pleasantly um, surprised by some of his um, some of his creativity. Um, I've discovered that he's been directing more videos. I know he's co-directed some videos, but most of the time he's um, he's involved in like the treatment writing and actually directed videos. Um, I've been pleasantly surprised. Uh, we'll talk about it um, soon, but some of his um, some of his features as well. Um, pleasantly surprised by like his flow and his switch up. And um, also like the creativity behind like some of these drill songs. So I know a couple of episodes before you were speaking about how um, the lyrics are the same and the content is the same, the theme is the same, mm-hmm. the beat is the same. But I feel like his new track, um, Bringing It Back, which will actually be my closer. I feel like the the story behind it, um, especially with um, teaming up with AJ, both from West London, I feel like it's definitely... If if there's a track that I'm gonna slowly ease you into drill, I feel like it'll be that track and it'll be Diggity as an artist. Um, have you had a chance to listen to the rudimental track? Yeah, and I loved how he um jumped on that. He had a line like age um old school flex, something about yeah. AJ Tracy. I thought that was quite sick. Like he actually sounded I'd like to see more drill rappers on that on those kind of beats, but mm. maybe not all have the range, but so you didn't have um, you didn't have any issues with with the lyrics because the lyrics were still very him, but the flow was just was just switched up a bit. Yeah, I think it's the flow. I think maybe you know what with the drill rappers, it's obviously the lyrical content. It doesn't relate to me, and I yeah. can't relate to it. So I'm like, what's going on? But I think it's their flow is quite um, m- monotone. Mm. So like there's not for me and how I like to listen to rappers there's not enough um tonation or difference in tonation of, mm-hmm. with how they're how they're do, saying their bars yeah like so when I listen to like it's completely different because it's not a UK rapper but when I listen to Joe Badass I like how he uses his voice yeah like he's very melodic and I feel that's maybe because I love vocalists that mm. I like that in rappers but that could that's probably just me like I, I don't think anyone is actually taking in how melodic their rappers are mm. no okay I could get that but um yeah I could I totally understand that because like my whole um like my whole point of kind of bringing him into the conversation is that um I saw a post on Instagram saying um they're basically playing it was a snippet off of the rudimental track he's he's part and the camp show was um diggity is making it out of the hood and i know that's like a that's like an inside joke but um i, I truly feel like if he kind of goes if he keeps going on um if he keeps kind of improving and staying on staying on this pathway that he's on at the moment i feel like he's gonna end up um being that that technical type of rapper where he can he can jump on on any any type of track and and do and do it do it justice and i feel like um he's a good example for what up and coming drill rappers should be like but i don't i know every episode somehow we always end up with drill but i just feel like that's just the that's just a popular genre at the moment um maybe in my in my in my demographic in my kind of area but um in your world in my world yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, at, at, at the moment, I don't. But I say, um, drill, drill is currently rolling. But uh, 
So most of the stuff I say is kind of centered around that. So I feel like someone, like someone in his position, because um, a lot of excuses for drill rappers is they're just rapping about what's around them and their experiences. And mm-hmm. I've never, ever had an issue with that. Um, and I'm sure you are, you haven't had an issue with that, but it might just not be for you. But people like him, um, people like him is, is, is just an example, uh, a clear example and a visual example of just being a bit more creative with, with everything you do, um, being creative with your sound. I think owning your sound and trying trying to separate yourself, I feel like that's that's key. And um the whole um him him being a him being a, a director, I feel like adding adding like extra added added extra extra bullet points to your to your to your music C V could never do any harm. And I feel like it's just gonna open certain doors for you as an as an artist. I'm I'm not too sure how you feel about artists kind of maybe doing more than just being um just being a lyricist or just being a rapper. But um I'm always like a big a big advocate for that. If a if a rapper can can produce um, or direct, I'm a big fan of that. I don't know how I you think feel if about you that. obviously if you have the talent naturally and you're not forcing it and it's just mm. something that comes natural to you, then get ahead, you know. Yeah. Um but like if it's something that you're basically forcing because you just want to read all these things, then I'll say just leave it. Yeah. But like if it's something that you are quite good at, you just want to try it, then mm. yeah, go ahead. No one's stopping you. So how how do you feel about um, let's say um, an R and B singer um, trying out different sounds? So maybe collaborating with uh, rappers or artists from from other genres. Are you are you always for it, or do you just feel like okay, maybe just kind of stay in your lane? I'm about collaborations if they make sense. Like, mm. if you're an R&B singer, obviously, people, a lot of people would say, would say oh, jump on drill because it's the popular genre right now. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But, like, how is a like, massive vocalist going to sound on a drill record? Like, it's not needed. Like, your worlds are so different. Um, but I think if you're, if, you've got, if you're a drill rapper, then you have an R&B girl singing a hook and she's doing that singing rapping kind of thing mm. then it could probably work yeah um i'm i'm a big i feel like um i feel like if and if you're an artist this this just coming from me i feel like if it does it if on paper it looks like it doesn't work then i feel like that's where like the most creative or that's where potentially the best tunes can actually come from um like when i see when i see weird weird collabs and I'm I'm almost I'm almost intrigued by that. I feel like artists, like not not just not just um, musicians. I feel like any anyone in like the entertainment space. I feel like you have to you have to you have to you have to try you have to try try and then things might fail. But I feel like sometimes that like, your best work might just be might come from you kind of stepping out your comfort zone and just trying trying something different. Like I'd, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear like a R&B, like an R&B um, singer. Um, maybe, maybe not on a, on a pure drill track, but on... I think like a... um, Shay's Universe, she did it. Yes. She had a drill record with um, Crazy Radical. Mm. Uh, 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 did, did, that, did that work for you? It's interesting. Like, it's an interesting mix. But like, 
it's not something that I go back to all the time to listen to but when I yeah. heard it I was like oh yeah that's kind of cool yeah that's um, yeah I feel like um especially on on tapes on tapes or albums I feel like I, I like to hear um a range a range of sounds like I get bored of just like the same genre or the same type of sound like um sorry to go off topic uh chips album or tape whatever he's he's calling it i feel like that's a that's a good example because it's not just it's not just one sound it's got a bit of uh, it's got a bit of bashment it's got a bit of um it's got a bit of rap it's got a bit of drill it's got a hint of grime it's got a little bit of r&b a little bit of afro beats and it's just got like just these little these little hints and such a such a big a big fan of it and i love i love seeing that on i love seeing artists like just test like test themselves in in, in mm-hmm. these in these different fields and in, in these different areas and i feel like i feel like yeah like magic magic can only can only come from it like there can be i have no issues of of anyone trying and i guess as long as linking to last week's episode as long as it's as it's like you mentioned as it's authentic and it's not it's not forced then there might be it's, it's all gravy you know it might be yeah, there might be there might be some some potential issues some potential issues there but um yeah so off your off your first listen like what's your views on on digger d um obviously that wasn't my first song i heard of it from him it was obviously whoa boy why boy yeah um i liked him on that rudimental track like i wasn't mad at it like yeah, AJ Chasey live and direct. Uh, I'm like, okay, <laughs> go, go on, Digger. Um, yeah, and I like that sort of like brother, weird like younger brother, older brother vibe with him and AJ Chasey and all that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can, I can respect that. I can respect that. I feel like the next, the next artist I'd suggest, I'd, I'd, I'd leave. I'd leave it for the next few weeks, but for the next artist, I should I'm gonna to suggest to you is um is Blanco. I feel like you must have you must have heard one of these tracks, right? No, I have not. Uh Shipperden. No, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'll I'll leave you I'll leave you with some homework in the next few weeks. I'll send you okay. some tracks to, to listen to. But um yeah, I feel like Diggity is the, I say is the is a is a is the door open for you to kind of enter enter drill a bit, but um, I just like the fact that um, that Twitter, not 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 just Twitter that 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 social media, I feel like everyone kind of uh, they've kind of taken him under under their wing, and I feel like they're kind of like pre- protective of him. I feel like yeah, I feel I feel like ever since he went. Joe, he had a recall. I can't remember what for. I think for playing, I think for playing a song on his Snapchat, and he went back to Joe. And I feel like since then, um, the UK have kind of just kind of taken him under the wing. And I feel like that's just like the power of of Black Twitter. Um, I was speaking to someone today um, about how power. I don't think I don't think we as Black people realize how powerful Black Twitter is and how powerful it, it can be. I feel like. If it if it latches on if 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 Black Twitter latches onto something, whether it's a business or if it's a person or a brand, it can just take them. It can just take them so like so far. 
Um, I'm sure you've heard about what's her name. I don't even know what her name is, but the gorilla, the gorilla <laughs> glue lady. <laughs> um, of course, like, could you miss it? She was tried to wash her hair 15 times, but and she <laughs> couldn't get it out. We laugh, but it's not funny. But I feel that's like the I'm, thing. I feel like I'm laughing at the stupidity, like. Everyone knows what Gorilla Glue is and well, what it does. You would think that you you would think that you would think that. <laughs> it's the fact that in the original video, she's like, "Ladies, if, if you run out of got to be, don't use this." I'm like, "He's getting." Am I the only one that, that thought it was a joke? I thought it was a big joke. No. Before. Like when I, she said her hair had been like that for a month. Come I thought, on. Come on, though. wow, Gorilla Glue. Is there is there a brand? Um, obviously, I don't know, but is there like a similar brand that that she might have mistaken it for? I don't even know. No, no, there's nothing Gorilla Glue that you would put on your hair, or like got there's to no... be glue, got to be, which got is what be. she has in the video. Yeah, it's like a super strong hair glue. Yeah, like. It holds your hair in place, holds your wig in place. Like that's it. That's what it's used for. So there's but no there's no hair glue. brand called, no. called Gorilla something or no. Boy, boy. So yeah, at first, at first I thought I thought it was a joke, and then I realized it wasn't. And then I just I see like I didn't even I didn't even check for her on her Insta. I just saw like loads of tweets. I'm getting updates from random people saying. She's in hospital now. She's trying this now. She's trying that now. I just realized, you know what? Like, let me just keep an eye on her, on her followers. And each day it was just going up by like 10K, 20K, 50K, 100K. And I feel like now she's she's verified. And it's all, it's in my eyes, it's all fun and games. But then I realized, I, no, not I realized, I heard um, sometime this week that she, she could potentially sue them. And I'm just thinking, is it? No, let me not say is it that deep because it's not my hair that's that's glued that's glued down. But are we? I don't. I don't know. Like, is is this? Is it? Is it that deep where where the company needs to be sued? Um, no, because the instructions clearly say use for bonding, like like wood mm. and stuff like that. It's not for your hair, so I don't think the company needs to be sued. Yeah, because yeah. on the instructions it tells you how to use it, and it probably says do not use on your hair. Mm. Yeah, so, <laughs> or so, on your body or whatever. There must be some kind of disclaimer because it's it's a very strong adhesive. Mm. So do do you feel like like um, I'm just going to generalize? I say I say Black Twitter. Do you feel like Black Twitter? Is, I'm not say is, is is at fault, but we've we've kind of given her this amount of clout where she kind of she wants to monetize from it or she realizes she realizes that she can monetize from it so i mean like she's i think i believe she's verified on twitter now she's got over i believe over 500k um followers now and do you believe that do you feel like black twitter is is is, is the cause of that and especially let me not say she hasn't got a talent because i don't know i don't know what she i don't know what she does on the side i don't know if she was like some sort of influencer before but do you feel like black twitter is down to that I think Black Twitter controls the narrative of a lot of these social media apps. So obviously the more 
if they verify her profile, the more people are visiting their profile, essentially it drives more revenue mm. to the app. So these social media companies kind of use Black Twitter to dictate to jump onto things that are trending culturally to make money, essentially. So them verifying her, more stuff is going to come through her and they'll get more AdSense and they'll get all these additional things. Um, But also, I feel like it just goes to show that black people do run a lot of (laughs) what is popular and what's popping. And if we made our own apps, (laughs) we'd be in the money. Exactly. Um, how do you, how do you feel? I don't know if you're aware, but she has a a GoFundMe that I believe the last time I checked is just over just over six k. Um, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? Well, you have to remember in America, like they got paid for the their healthcare. So, honey, get it how you get it. Like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I I just feel like, some type of way of like it's just like that money that money can be going towards towards like so many other people in need i mean you this use, is you use gri- no you use gorilla <laughs> glue for, to pattern your hair like come on like come on like we're, we're, we're better like men are more offended by this woman's <laughs> actions than women oh are we like we're, we're better than this gorilla glue really man like and then now like you're asking for six or no, she was asking for one k and like people if, have, if people are silly enough now. to actually donate to her then yeah. more for them. Yeah, you know it is. Yeah, it's not. I'm not even mad. If I'm being honest, yeah, I'm not mad at her. Like, let her get her bag. But I'm just mad at just the people, like the people, uh, the people donating. Like, she asked for one k. She's getting over six k. But it's just like it, it, I just feel like it could be going towards like other other serious causes and not just someone that's done a madness to her hair like each each time like I, I see the story and each time like I just see that first video that she posted I just I don't know I, I just every get, time I see it I'm laughing I'm sorry come on gorilla glue and it's been like that for 50 no it's no she said it's been like that for a month so it's only a month later where you're coming back to tweet and talk that about how like yo she like had it from Christmas that's mad like she must have she must have laid her hair down and maybe put a do-rag on and woke up I thought yeah like right like this this glue is this glue is sick, and then I don't know. Maybe after a couple of days, realize that yeah. yo, like something, something's not right. But but did you not read the latest? Like Man. basically, gorilla glue, the it's made to last. So if you apply water to it, it basically makes the adhesive stronger. Mm, so every time help. she was washing her hair, she was literally making it stronger. Making the glue I've used Gorilla Glue before, like for like um, stuff around the house. So as soon as, as I saw the video and I heard Gorilla Glue, I knew she's on her scalp. I knew her head is finished. Like she, there's no way. Maybe maybe her hair could come back, but the I think she, she'll need like hair grafts. And... Oh, for hundred for sure. Like her scalp grass, is done. Sorry, and hair transplant. Her, her scalp is done. I can tell you, like the stuff that I've used Gorilla Glue for, like. Her scalp is done. My, the best thing I could do for her right now is is pray for her and her scalp because I don't think there's any coming coming back from this. It's just oh my gosh, I'm crying. Oh my gosh, gorilla gorilla glue is just it's just, it's 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 embarrassing. But um, yeah, oh, it's mad. It's jokes. mad. 
But um, from are you not interested to see though what her head looks like? Oh, hundred percent. Like I, I know like she's coming. She's coming out bold. I know she's coming out bold. So I'm just waiting for the. I just want to know how it's how how they do it. Are they gonna? I don't. I don't know the options because I don't. Feel, you know, clearly, she can't shave it off. So I don't know mm. what the plan is. But yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm not saying I'm excited. <laughs> I'm but, so excited to see her hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm interested. I'm interested to see to see what happens next. Um, but I just think we need to do better, man. Just do better as a community. But uh, from this situation, um, from this situation, I've, I I saw. I can't remember what brand it was. Obviously, it was an American brand. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what, what what brand it was. But um, they tweeted. I think they they tweeted about the situation. But the lingo they used. Um, so you know how people say um, uh, something like uh, it's the it's the gorilla glue for me. I saw I saw I saw a brand tweet something, like that and I was thinking. Eh. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right. It, it doesn't feel like it's coming from an authentic place. I just feel like I don't know. They're trying to trying to latch onto what's onto what's trending, and they try to get. Like I said, Black Twitter is huge. Like if they can get, if any brand can get Black Twitter supporting them, they know that the movement is gonna is gonna do wonders for their for their sales and their profits. But for me, when I see when I see some of these brands tweet, I, I just feel. I just, I just feel I just I just get the ick. I just feel I just feel I feel cringy like and I I feel like it's not a black person tweeting it. I feel like in most of these social media teams it's not a black a black person tweeting. I just feel I just, I don't know for me it just it's it, it doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. I don't I don't know what it's like for you but I hate I hate seeing big brands tweet tweet yeah. like that or put out a post like that. I don't yeah, I hate, I hate, it. I don't know how you feel about it. A hundred percent, like when they're like, hey sis, mm, girl, gosh, I'm just gosh, like, gosh. it's just, it's too much. Like, that's, that's the worst one, the hey sis. One time pretty little thing on these, I don't, I try not to buy from these fast fashion brands anymore. That mm. pretty little thing in the sky and all them type of ones. But when I did, used to buy from them. They used to literally text like, hey sis, even in their email correspondence, like, hey girl, no. I'm like, you're sending an email like none of your models are looking like black women they all look racially ambiguous like this is back in the day but obviously now they might have that one black model or whatever but like you have no you have no relation to the culture like you just want to feed off of it mm. so, like it's just so mad uncomfortable um and I just feel like obviously no one in your social media team is black. Mm. Even recently, ASUS are doing it. I'm not Nigerian, but on their Twitter, they like speaking in like pigeon. And no, I'm just like <laughs> what's going on here? You're, you're lying. Where's my, where's my Twitter page? Let me go check that. No way. It's just... Yeah, like, and they're just trying to connect with the like Nigerian, <sighs> the African just this um, diaspora, but like. It's just doing too much. Like yeah. no one asked you. Like you sell clothes. <laughs> you're from the UK. Just be that. They're they're trying, but just sometimes. Sorry. Sometimes just leave it. Um, you must have seen it as well on Twitter. The the brand that um. They created some sort of sweater that's meant to have like the Jamaican colours, but they got the colours wrong. And oh my gosh what brand was i can't that? remember what brand it is but in, in my head i'm thinking so there's no 
black person, clearly there's no black person in your team or you didn't consult with any Jamaicans or or anyone from, mm. from that demographic. You just did it on your own accord and, and that's what you came out with. It's, was it Kavinci? Was it Kavinci? I don't, I don't want to... Was leave. it Louis Vuitton? I don't know if it was... I, don't know if I it can't remember Vuitton. what brand me, it was. Let me quickly... Um, let me quickly tweet about let me quickly sorry do my googles uh jamaican sweater um like obviously you're you're in marketing so like how, how do you feel if a brand if a brand asked you no how do you feel if you're on a marketing team but obviously you maybe you're not on the social media side and you saw them mm-hmm. tweeting tweeting stuff like that how do you how do you feel is it something that you'd have a word or i just feel like someone who's black just wouldn't do that for a brand Mm. like we don't even if they're trying to be cool like that lingo we use it but some of us were not using it every single day yeah like there's a time and a place like Mm. and it's not on your brand socials like unless you're like you know something like hood greetings Mm. the card company they use that lingo because it's all on their cards like it makes sense like and that's a black owned brand it makes sense that they're talking like that but asos and pretty little thing i'm like why are we doing this they have they have to do better man. they have like, to do better either you need to hire more people in your social media teams who are from diverse backgrounds or i don't know what else you can say like because like what else like <laughs> <laughs> i just don't understand i just feel like there's so many levels of things of approval the fact that no one has thought hmm, should we really do this Man. could this be offensive to people who are actually from that place you know for me it's it's like in my head it's simple um like you're, you're right it was it was lv um, with the jamaican sweater so even something like that, okay, cool. I want to appeal to a certain market. Let me get people from that market involved. Like it's not, it, it doesn't like it's not, it's not rocket science. Like if I want to learn, if I want to, I don't know, appeal to the Swedish market, I'm not me or myself. I'm not gonna imagine what what I think they'll like. I'm gonna I'm gonna get them involved. Like, and the, these are big big brands. Like it's not small companies doing it, and it's never small companies making making these mistakes like it's always the biggest and mm-hmm. just so they, they don't care like this is lv this this is lv and that that sweater is selling for what is it just over just over 1k and you got I, the colors wrong right i think the colors of it i think they were trying to relate it to more you know the rastafarian colors yeah all that um, excuse. but then they should have said that in the description it should have just been like jamaican sweater <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it's it's poor man it's poor and it's it's in, it's embarrassing man it's, it's it's really it's really really embarrassing i just think if you're gonna like i don't have issues personally i don't have issues with brands doing it but um i will feel weird if yeah i'll feel weird if like no black person was 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 consulted i just feel i just feel like it's it's stupid man it's stupid and it's everyone was tweeting all these brands are tweeting is it virgil ab Abdul Ab- Ab- Ablo. Ablo. Ablo, like the creative director of Louis Vuitton. I, mean, uh, I, I believe he. I believe he was. I don't know if he still is. Uh, he might. He might still be. I feel like he still is. Actually, let me, let me not lie. I feel like he still is. Hmm. But, um, yeah, let me let me not pin it on. Yeah, let's not pin it on him because we don't know if he was involved. 
interesting the creative, the creative <laughs> direction but yeah in my eyes it's just it's just poor man you could do they could do so much so much better but yeah that's just me man um i think that's it for the episode i believe that's it wow, um, that was nice and quick that was nice that was nice and quick nice and nice succinct, and quick. Nice succinct. And, you know, I just love I love having these having these conversations, especially I like hear, I like hearing your your views on drill. Uh, you mentioned I can't remember what you said. I don't know if the last episode or two episodes ago episodes ago, you mentioned that you listened to one drill artist or one drill track. I can't remember which one it was, and it just put it put a smile on my face. And I feel Classify like classify yeah. him as a rageous. It's true. It's true. It's true. As a drill artist. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't outrageous. It was. It was another track. It was another track. That was off. That was off air as well. But yeah, like I said, I feel like I feel like slowly, slowly. If you give me like three months, I think one one day your song choice, maybe not a pure drill track, but I feel like you're gonna play one of these drill rappers. That's my aim, and that's my goal. That's my goal for 2021. So I'm just gonna. Your goal. That's wow. My goal. That's my goal for 2021, and from that, staying on topic, my closing track, as you guys, as you guys, as you guys know, I mentioned it earlier in the episode. My track is going to be Diggity and AJ Tracy with bringing it back. I believe it was produced by AOD and The Elements. So, yeah, this is Bringing It Back by Diggity and AJ Tracy. Wrap the tracks up, I'm cleaning up cracks. Uh. My whole team getting bread and you know that. Facts. I brought the old packages flow back. Uh. If she ain't new, then she can't get a throwback. No way. I'll follow back chicks and they know that. Oh I came true with 21 tugs in black and I let the thing gleam like Kodak. My opponents are broken, they show that. Facts. If she stepped in with me, gotta hold that. Yeah. Yo, I bring that next up, flow back, throw back, no cap. That patch low fat, cold that. My man won't get his crow back, none of his dough back. I don't give no jack. Rule three, nine stamps, I'm bro, post that. This two chair man got off pole like. Don't give no chat and have no what when my snapper gang like I'm I locked up the food for the kids like Boris, like Boris. And now I let it go like Rashford Free SQ, free shanks, that's standard free. Feds hate the man, them got the block angered Stepped in the door, sat down, got pampered Big back, got enough weight, she's anchored Dot chopped to a half length, it's tampered Footy don't crumble, now he's in the backwards Slap that PR, saw them crouch If you save them shots like my man did, pronounce I won't hear ouch Been about the ops can vouch Been around, bring the glocks, them out Lift it up, lick the pagans down I feel like a clown, but you know what I mean When I make man drown, had a plug, then I would buy a hundred waps Me and AJ Two APs, facts, more than a hundred racks, laps, dig up, shot your tap, weed, molly, lean, crack. I get that gum in the stats, then back. Yeah. What is this track? Turn that off, man, that's nothing but cap. This the old flow, man's bringing it back. Like the old man's bringing it back. Wrap the tracks up, I'm cleaning up crack. Use the fly packs, I'm giving up back. This the old flow, man's bringing it back. Like the old man's bringing it back. Pass the sword, let me turn it to crack. Motorola, two phones in a track. Awkward. <laughs> that was bringing it back by Diggity. And AJ Tracy. What do you think about the track? I actually like that. Serious? Yeah, it was kind of nice. You, you, I knew you were fronting that, that episode, that first episode, man. I just, I knew you were front. This is like the third track that I played, drill track that I played, and you've said that, yeah, it's all right, it's decent. 
this is this target of mine is going to be is going to be a breeze. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, look out for our song poll, which will be out on Monday um, on our Twitter page at Black Notes Pod. Look out for more content, hopefully more tape reviews, which will be on our Instagram at Ground Floor UK. Check out Beth on, on her socials. I'll make sure I post that everywhere. And yeah, make sure you give us a follow. Make sure you share. Make sure you send it to people. Make sure you send it to all your music heads and so on and so forth. Any final words, Beth? Stay black and stay blessed, as always. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Bless people. <laughs> <laughs>